The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant and good afternoon if you are tuning in live. If you're tuning in on a podcast, thank you for downloading. We have many more people who are downloading each month, and we enjoy having you and hope that you're learning from the show. This is your host for The Career Confidant, Marie Zimanoff, and I'm so glad that you've joined us because we are talking in this show each week about skills and tools to help you manage your own career. We know that each each year, our career gets put more in our laps, right? The businesses don't have the money, the resources, and in some ways, the the willpower to help us with our career, right? They don't have the 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 incentive that they used to have to do that. They can get talent, unfortunately, right? And we know that now it's our job to build our own tool chest and be able to showcase our talent to move up in our career, to move out, to make a transition, to build a business, whatever it is that we want to do. And in some ways, this is freeing. And what I hope to do in this show is give you some of the tools and skills and support that you need to feel that freedom of this new economy instead of the pain of having to do it for yourself. So... Each week, we talk about my experiences helping thousands of professionals advance their careers, and we bring in industry experts and industry leaders to provide career intelligence. And really, our goal is to help you stay ahead of the curve and moving forward toward your own career goals. So if you want to take advantage of asking a question about career transition, job search, or career advancement, you can call in live at 866-472-5790 or email me at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. And I look forward to hearing from more of you. I've had quite a few of you write to me, which is great. So today we're going to be talking about something a little bit different. Over the past month, we've been talking more about career advancement. So if you have missed some of those shows and you're maybe even employed and looking to grow, go back and listen to some of the great sessions we had in May about career advancement and leadership and leadership development. Today I want to get back a little bit to job search. And job search 
in the summer can be tricky, right? I hear from people all the time during the holidays that, you know, it's, I, I'm going to slow my job search activity for many reasons, which we'll talk about. And I tend to hear the same thing during the summer, right? Especially with for people that have kids or maybe people who have family that comes to visit during the summer or who take summer vacations. We tend to see summer as an opportunity to take a break, which is good. There's some good there. And it can mean that when September rolls around, boy, you're really feeling that pain, right, of having taken that much time off. So we're going to talk today about how you can keep productive through your job search even during the summer. And if you've been paying attention to me or my show very much, you're probably going, well, Marie, you don't have kids. Why are you talking about this? Well, you're right. I don't. And I have the great opportunity a couple of summers, not every summer, but frequently in the summer, to host my sister and her kids. And so this summer, about a week ago, I went from not having kids to having three overnight, right? And mom comes with them, so it's not, it's not all on me. But when you add four bodies to your household, it, it can mess up your schedule, right? So I'm learning a little bit about some of these things and how to manage my own schedule while trying to spend some time with my family, right? And that's hopefully what you're doing with your summer if you happen to be unemployed and and get to stay home with family or kids during the summer. So we're going to talk about that today. Might also apply to even if you don't have kids, but you just get that summer fever, right? Of, eh, it's summer, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to talk about some of the ways that you can stay productive, even though you might have some of those things going on during the summer. So first, I want to talk about some of the thoughts that creep into our head. They're myths, maybe, or just false beliefs that, that we tell ourselves about summer and about maybe several different times during the year, but I hear them during the summer too. So the first one is nobody is hiring. I don't hear that as much about the summer as I do about the holidays, you know, December time frame. But I still hear people say, oh, you know, the HR people are taking vacations, hiring managers are taking vacations. You know, people just aren't hiring as much in the summer. Well, I I call your bluff in the holiday season and I call your bluff even more in the summer. Hiring activity really doesn't slow much during the summer. It's a busy time for business. People are still have normal operations, right? It doesn't slow that much during the summer. And if you've been working at a company, you know that to be true, you know, and maybe we're just telling ourselves that because we want to. When I was working full-time, most of the time I was working and going to school. So when I had a summer break, I felt like it was a summer break. And then when I had my first real job, right, you might think back to this, boy, didn't you feel that that lack of a summer break, right? It was just kind of the same. And in some ways, that was kind of depressing, right? That it really didn't feel any different like it used to when you were going to school or or maybe if you had kids, you felt that difference and now you don't anymore. Well, there's a reason for that, right? And the reason is that most businesses don't really slow down 
during the summer months. So, you know, we can set that excuse for ourselves aside. People are hiring. There is business activity going on. So we're not going to let that that thought keep us from being productive, right? So the second thing that I hear is that nobody has time to network, right? Or it's going to be difficult to get meetings with people because, again, everybody's doing their summer vacation. They want to hang out with their kids, blah, 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 right? Well, Let's think about this for a minute. If you were working somewhere during the summer or when you have been, or maybe even if you are, boy, isn't summer that time when you'd like a break, right? You want summer. You want a break. You want something different. And so it actually may be the perfect time to network because the people that you will be asking to meet with you want, just like you do, to get outside, to have some variety in their work, to feel a little bit of summer. So what a better opportunity to invite someone to ice cream, right? Do something a little bit different than we might do when we're networking at different times. Maybe invite someone to go on a walk. Whatever it might be to tap into everybody's desire to take advantage of summer, Maybe unless you're in Arizona and then maybe you're, you're just going to ice cream. But thinking about those ways that we can tap into what we know we want during the summer, right? Most people want some kind of, some kind of change. They've got summer fever too, right? So thinking about all of those ways to get into networking and again setting aside the thought that everybody's too busy, we tell ourselves that a lot about a lot of things, and most of the time it's just a way to feel like we don't have to do it, when really summer is a great time to get people out and be someone's change in their day, right? Be someone's hooky for their their need for um, to meet their summer fever just like you have it. So the third one's maybe not really a myth, but I hear a lot of people talk about this great opportunity to spend time with their kids. And hopefully it's, you know, a once or twice in a lifetime opportunity to spend the summer with your kids or to have a summer off, whatever it might be. I hear that. I hear that. And I don't think that that means that we have to take a break from our job search, right? That black and white mentality can tend to come in when we're stressed, right? We get stressed out and so we think, well, I'm just going to go with this because trying to do both is too much. And so we're going to talk about some ways that you can balance and some different ways that maybe you can make both things fit in and try to get out of that black or white mentality, right? That if I'm going to take this opportunity to spend time with my kids or have a great summer, yes, and how can we continue to move our job search forward so that in September we're not regretting that time, right? I want you to feel great about the summer you spent with your kids. I want you to feel great about having a little summer break, And to be able to do that, we need to keep moving forward step by step in our job search. And boy, I hope this is helping you because it's really just helping me think about, you know, that that balance really helps keep moving both things forward so that we don't end up regretting, really, that we don't end up looking back and, and 
maybe resenting even that time we spent with our our fun or our kids or whatever it might be. And so we're going to talk about some of those things today. We're going to talk about ways that you can create structure while still keeping some flexibility. And we're going to talk about ways that you can really shape your job search activities and really focus those in and be doing the best things so that you're not spending so much time there. We're going to talk a little bit about networking, right, and how you can manage networking during the summer. And we're going to talk a little bit about what to do for the things that really matter, especially if you have kids. How can you make sure that you can be there for the things that really matter? And then we're also going to talk just a little bit at the end about email management in general because I think that's one of the things that especially in job search, but even in everyday work, tends to zap our time, right? That that email and maybe even a little bit of social media stuff in there, but email and how we might be wasting some time there. So we're going to talk about those things today so that you can keep moving forward in your job search and have a great summer, right? Let's do both. And as we look at moving forward with your search, we're going to talk about some of the things that that work in your search in general, but we're not going to talk through them as specifically as we have in the past. So you might want to go back and listen to the job search strategy session that we did probably in March. I'll find that for you during one of our breaks. And you are also going to want to go back and and listen to this session on focus if you tend to struggle with some of the things that we talk about when we get to really shaping our job search, a lot of that comes down to our focus or lack thereof. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to start talking about how we can build some structure while still having the flexibility to have a great summer and stay productive. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. The 
business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff. And tonight, today, we are talking about keeping your job search productive throughout the summer, right? Whether it's you're at home with your kids and taking the opportunity to hang out with them or you're feeling a little summer fever and want to go play or hang out by the pool or whatever it might be that is getting you a little distracted and hopefully you have beautiful weather and things to be distracted by. And we want to talk about what are some of the ways that we can stay productive so that when we get to September, we don't get into the mad rush, right? And that's what I usually see is the mad rush in September. Please get me a resume right now. I haven't had any job activity for three months. Well, let's avoid that for you. So we've been talking about some of the myths, right? Some of the beliefs we need to challenge, that nobody is hiring, that nobody has time to network. They they want to have their summer vacation too, right? And let's be part of their summer vacation by asking them to network with us. And we'll talk more about that. And that avoiding the thought that we have to choose one or the other. Well, let's talk about some ways to do both here during the summer. So we're going to talk first about maintaining some structure. And I've had my business for six years. And every year I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at managing my own schedule. But if you are in job search and have been in, any, in job search for any amount of time, you've probably started to see that it's pretty challenging to maintain your own schedule, right? To to be in charge and schedule your own stuff without having an employer to set that structure for you, right? We, we kind of forget and don't really realize how much structure our employer puts there for us, right? The hours that, that you get to go someplace and put yourself in a different environment and kind of says, oh, I'm here to work and now I'm home to play. That structure is very nice, Right, And when you are starting your own business like I did or you're getting in the job search mode and you're at home, you really have to work to put that structure in place for yourself. Two years ago, my sister and, and two kids at that point came to stay at our house for the summer. I was so excited. It's going to be so much fun. And I probably didn't do a great job of figuring out how I was going to manage my schedule so that I could balance my time with them and in my business. So I was staying up until two o'clock to help people with their resumes. I was scheduling sessions and, and trying to do them. I had an office, but for some reason I was trying to do them in the house while the kids were there. You can imagine how well that went. And I was trying to work sometimes while the kids were out and playing and and doing things, and again, if you have kids, especially a 
two and a half year old, I think at that point, you can imagine how imagine how well that went, right? Trying to type on the computer and I'm getting thrown sand at and Aunt Marie, come and play with us, right? So I did not do a great job of creating that structure. And I'm hoping I can share some of those lessons with you today, as well as some lessons that I've gotten from one of my good friends who's been on this show before, Ruth Pankratz, who is also a business owner and a parent. And so we're going to start by talking about planning, right? Thinking about what we want to do in our job search. So what activities in your job search are most important for you? Where do you want to spend your time in the job search? And so, actually, it was way back in January, we talked about the hidden job market, and there was a replay of that on Memorial Day, so maybe you caught it. And we talked about all the different job search activities, right? Whether it's networking, online search, LinkedIn, talking to recruiters, sending your resume to companies, doing company research, all of the things that you could do in your in your job search. And it's really up to you or you and, and your coach, if you're working with someone, to decide how you want to spend your time. What's going to be most effective for you, given your search focus, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But when you've done that planning and you've said, okay, these are the things I really need to get done to be successful... I need to network with this many people. I need to apply to this many positions or at least check these job boards. What are you going to do so that you know you're doing the things you need to do? That'll help you feel more productive just because you know you're doing the things that are most important, right? Kind of goes back to the prioritizing structure of what's important, what's urgent, and how do you combine those two things to do the things that are most important and not just always the things that are most urgent. So thinking about how you can create that structure based on what you need to do, right, and scheduling your search and then scheduling your family time. Now for some of you, and I think this is part of my problem, right, I tend to be a less detail-oriented person within that aspect. And Scheduling every little thing kind of makes me crazy, and it's so helpful when you can do it, right? That's one of the the things that you can do differently and that I'm doing differently this summer is deciding, okay, these days I'm going to block time to hang out with the family. These days I'm blocking time for clients so that everybody is getting time and I don't feel conflicted when I'm one place, Again, something that your employer offered you kind of just came with the job, right? Was that separation of life and now you have to create it yourself. So scheduling it is going to be important and we're going to talk about some of the activities that you might want to schedule specifically, but just deciding how are you going to spend your time and then sharing that schedule with your kids, right? And this was an idea from Ruth, is share that, that schedule so that the kids know too. You know, on these days, you're, you're going to have a sitter or you're going to be doing this or mom staying home on these days or dad staying home on these days, whatever it is, because 
daddy or mommy needs to do these things. And, you know, I think that depends on the age of your kids, but really understanding that when you're job searching, you're setting a good example for your kids too, right? That you can handle change, that you can handle adversity, that you can take control of the situation. And so communicating that to them is going to bring power for you and for them. And then thinking about, you know, if you've got... um, and this is a great one that also comes from Ruth, you've got activities ready to go, especially depending on the age of your kiddos. Her kiddo is five. And so if she gets a call that she feels like she has to take out of the blue, she's got activities right there for her kiddo to do. So something right there that the kid can do while she's on the phone so that she can have the flexibility to take advantage of an opportunity that maybe wasn't on the schedule. And then also, you know, I talk to job seekers about this in a lot of settings, but you don't have to say yes when an interviewer calls out of the blue and asks, do you have a few minutes? If your kids are going to be screaming in the background, if you're at the grocery store, It is not in your best interest to say yes, even though you might really want to take advantage of that opportunity, right? So really thinking about that, and if it feels like it's not a great time, just say, actually, this isn't a great time. Can I email you to schedule a time? Would you be able to call back at XYZ time? We're all adults, and we understand that. So it's okay To be an adult for yourself and say, this is what I need, right? This actually isn't a good time. If you, if you say it matter of factly and, and you're upfront about it, it actually may work out better for you. So thinking about how we're handling those situations that come up that aren't scheduled and that we've scheduled time. Now, if you don't have kids, but you're, you're feeling this need to take a summer vacation, the same thing applies. Right, scheduling that these are the times I'm going to spend doing my job search. And during this time, I'm going to go lay by the pool. I'm going to go for a walk. Whatever it might be that you want to do, if you're here in Colorado, you might be going for a hike, right? That's why lots of people live in Colorado or a bike. And thinking about how you might schedule that time. And if you're feeling like scheduling it might make you feel overscheduled, try it. And my hope is that you'll actually feel more free because you know you've already set aside time for job search. So while you're out having fun, you can have fun. And while you're job searching, you can job search because you know you've got time scheduled to have fun. Now, thinking about that schedule, part of it might mean that you need to be out of the house, right? And so Ruth also recommended that you have two to three good babysitters on speed dial. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But in terms of your schedule, if you need to be out of the house for a certain amount of time, how are you going to manage the rest of your life, right? And some of us may be more used to thinking about that than others. If you're not used to being the stay-at-home parent, that may be a new thing for you, right? To think about what am I going to do and how am I going to get out of the house? <laughs> and if you've got two or three babysitters that, you, that you've met and, and felt with, comfortable with, that gives you more flexibility versus depending on one source of help, right? One, one place of help. 
The other thing that I would say, depending on the age of your kids, and as I, I watch my sister with her three, she's got three under four, one that's four and one that is nine, ten months. And also think about, especially if you've got kids that age and you're not used to being the stay-at-home parent, that you might need to schedule some time to rest, right? If you're up all night and, and that's part of the deal that the other person's going to work, so you're up all night, you may think about, okay, I'm going to take a nap during their nap time and then I'm going to work when they go to bed, whatever it might be, so that you're not draining all of the energy that you have because you're going to need that energy to interview, to network, and even to do some of the, the basic job search activities. So no superheroes here, right? Thinking about what's realistic for us. And if you're not getting any sleep at night, get that sleep during the day and figure out how you want to schedule some of those other things so that you can get them done. And what really makes what really is important. And just a last note on this schedule is to look at some of the things that you're used to doing that maybe because you've got these other priorities, you, you, you might not get to do this summer, right? Whether that's watching your favorite show or, you know, whatever it might be. Are there things that aren't as important as searching for a job and spending time with your family if that's where your competing priorities are? What's really important, not just in your search, but also with your time, because you do have limited time, even when it seems like you have all the time in the world. And I think that may be the most challenging thing when you're not working, is that it seems like you have all the time in the world, when really, just like any other life that experience that you've had, you really have limited time. So thinking about your schedule and your structure, and how are you going to spend your time? How are you going to schedule your search time and kid time or search time and play time so that you can do some of the other things you want to do? To be able to do that, we have to hone our job search in. And that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from break. So if you'll join us in just a few minutes, we're going to talk about kind of cutting the fat from your job search so that you can do the things that are most important and still have time to have the summer that you want to have. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. If you want to know about investing in emerging and frontier markets, or if you have experience in this field but still need to know more, 
Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham. Gavin explores news, current trends, and insights about both categories of investing. His guest experts, along with his own knowledge, will help you stay above the line when it comes to growth potential, whether in funds or equities. He will look at what to invest in and avoid. Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zimanoff, And today we've been talking about being productive this summer during your job search. So really fighting that thought of nobody's hiring or everybody's too busy to, to network with me and, and balancing your activity this summer, whether that's with kids or just having a little bit of fun, which is a great opportunity especially if you're unemployed. Don't tell anybody I told you that. But it's a great opportunity, right, to, to have a summer. And how can we avoid that September doldrum, September panic, that's a better word, September panic, when we realize that we've taken the summer off. So we're talking today about how to stay productive in your search during your summer off, right? So we've talked about structure, and flexibility in the last segment and really it's about planning ahead and realizing that there are that there is great freedom in scheduling planning ahead setting a schedule of where you're going to spend your time so that while you're doing something fun you don't have to be thinking about your job search and while you're job searching you're not wishing you were doing something fun because you've thought ahead of time of how you want to spend that time of course, things are going to change and opportunities are going to come up on both sides to hang out with your family, friends, or have fun, or to do something around your job search. And if we set the schedule ahead of time and we can be flexible, and especially with our family, just communicating when things change, making sure that everyone is understanding what your goal is with your job search this summer. So we're going to talk now about kind of trimming the fat on your job search, right? Really doing the things that are most important in your search so that you have time and feel like you've got the freedom to do the things outside of your search that you might want to do this summer. So the first thing we're going to talk about here, and I talk about it a lot, and there's a reason, is focus, if you are trying to apply to lots of different types of positions or you don't really know what you're looking for, your job search is going to take longer. It's going to take more time. It's going to take more effort. And I talk about this a lot because I know it's challenging. I know it's challenging to focus because it's scary. 
as a business person, I experienced this too, right? That if I focused on just doing career and leadership work, that I might not get enough money to make a living, right? That if I just did this, that I might miss out on business. When the truth is, just like any other good marketing strategy would tell you, that when you're focused, you can attract better things, you can sell better, and you can be more productive, really, and, and get better return on investment in the business language because you know where to put your time, energy, and money. For your job search, same thing applies. Now, I'm not saying that you are focusing down to the point where you're looking at one company and one type of job, right? That probably is going to be limiting to the point of hurting you. I do have four areas that I talk about with people, right? The role that you want to play, the industries that you want to be in, the culture or what's really important to you about work, and the geography. The more focused you can get on any of those four, the better off you'll be. If you have one or two roles you're looking at and one or two industries that you could do those in, but only one main geography you're looking at, great. If you are looking for a national, and this is something that kind of gets people, right? They think a national job search might be faster. A national job search is only going to be faster if you're really focused on your role and your industry. Otherwise, some of the other proactive things that we talk about in the hidden job market session, which we did way back in January, January 27th, any of those activities are going to be very challenging if you're too wiggly on any of those four areas. The job function or role, the industry, the culture, what's really important to you, why do you want to work somewhere, and the geography. So thinking about those four points, you can go back and listen to the session from January 20th and focus, 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 right? Knowing that, especially this summer, maybe we can try on some focus hats and see if we can just shape our, our job search activity around that focus, maybe even just for a month or just for the summer and feel the power of it or see if we need to change our focus because we're not getting the results that we want. That is going to be really the, the number one thing that helps you trim the fat in your job search because when you're focused, you don't have to change your resume all the time. When you're focused, you can network better. All of those pieces are easier and you're probably going, well, this sounds like a magic trick and it's not magic, it's just good marketing. The other thing that we can talk about is cutting down the time you spend on job search sites. So Indeed, Monster, Career career Builder, Hot Jobs, Snap Jobs, whatever it is that you're using, let's talk about some of the ways that you can spend less time there. Number one thing is to cut down on the number of sites that you're looking at. I recommend no more than two generic sites. So if you are looking at Indeed.com, which pulls from a lot of different, it's an aggregator, and maybe Monster, Career Builder, 
those are your two, right? Indeed and Monster or Indeed and Career Builder. Most of the time, they tend to post the same jobs anyways. And you can experiment which, with which ones tend to post the best stuff for you. Maybe use Monster for a while and go to Career Builder or whatever it might be. But trying to go to five or six different generic job boards is going to be very repetitive, very time-wasting, all of those things. Then look for other sites that might provide better results. They might be local sites if your geography is really clear. They might be industry-specific sites or even job-specific sites, right? If you are looking for a marketing job, Let's go and see if there's marketing-specific. There's a lot of healthcare-specific websites for jobs. So thinking about how you can capitalize on any specific sites. And if something doesn't work, if it's not sending you good jobs, you know, give it some time. And then if you're not seeing anything good, don't assume it means there's nothing posted. It may just be that that's not a good search tool for you. You're not using good search terms, and you can either play around with it, or if you've got other things that you're doing, maybe it's okay just to let that go. So we've got our our general sites, we've got some specific sites, either location, industry, or job related, and then we're setting a schedule. So for looking at ads, if you are going to a monster career builder or even to specific company sites, which is great, don't do that more than once or twice a week. This is one of the things, and I, I know I've talked about it, what is one of the most disheartening things when I was searching for work years ago was I was going to Indeed every day. Well, guess what? There's nothing new every day. And so I felt depressed, right? There's nothing new today. Well, no, there's not going to be something new every day. Once or twice at the most three times a week is going to be plenty to check a company website, to check those job search sites, set your schedule, know you're doing it, and and then you can go have fun, right? You can spend the time with your kids instead of getting on those sites every day when it's really not doing you any good. It may actually be harming your summer fun, and you're not missing anything. You're not missing anything to check it two to three times a week, especially. If you feel like you're missing something, you can do it three times a week, but no more. No more. All right. Then we might look at alerts, right? An alert is where it sends you emails. So you can go on Indeed.com, put in a profile, and set up an alert, which means that if it finds an ad that sets that meets your keywords it sends you an email or might send you an email every day i use a system through my company called zip alerts happy to set you up with an alert if you want to email me get you set up on a zip alert and it can come daily it can come weekly depending on your job search activity you know you can play around with daily or weekly and of course we can play around with the key words If you're using alerts, I would recommend what's called an intelligent alert, which ZipAlerts is. And that really just allows you to get better results every time because it adjusts what you see based on the things that you click on. Nothing's going to be perfect. So if you're getting alerts that don't 
give you anything productive, either try adjusting your keywords or, like I said, just cut it loose, let it go. It's not going to be the end-all, be-all of your search. Why? Because posted positions, like any of these sites, you have a 5% chance of getting those jobs. You have 5% chance. So don't waste your summer time and your kid time on those alerts, right? Don't waste your time there. If it's not working, get rid of it. Look a few times a week and that's it so that you can spend your time somewhere else. And you're really cutting down on some of that fat, which I find most of it is related to job search sites. Then, of course, you want to watch your social media. Um, Most of that's probably not job search related. But if it is, if you're spending a lot of time on LinkedIn, you know, there's lots of stuff out there. And we've done a session on LinkedIn, using LinkedIn on February 3rd with Vivica. And then we did another one on, I think we did another one on the 7th, April 7th, that just talked about social media in general. And if you're spending a lot of time on LinkedIn, just check in and make sure that you're spending it in ways that are seeming productive. If you're not getting anything out of it, either listen to some trainings or, again, just start limiting your time there and really focusing on the things that you have heard can be good or you've seen produce results for you. It's okay to cut down some of your time on those things, especially during the summer, and still keep doing them on a regular basis. And LinkedIn is a big one to keep doing on a regular basis, even if you spend less time so that you don't lose momentum. That's what we don't want to do during the summer. We don't want to lose momentum. So we can trim some of the fat, spend less time on the job search sites by focusing, having better keywords, not having to mess with our resume as much, and simply trimming some of the fat in terms of the search sites we might be going to or the emails we might be getting. Right, if your email inbox is full of alerts, it's probably time to get rid of some of them. We're going to talk more about email here at the end as well. And by looking at the activities that we're doing on our social media that may be job search related, and we might be able to trim a little bit there while still keeping consistency. And that consistency of once or twice a week, I'm checking my job search sites, and maybe every day I'm spending five, ten minutes on LinkedIn just to check in, make sure I'm checking my messages, responding to people, seeing who looked at me, and if a recruiter is looking at me, I can maybe ask to connect. Right There's some very good things that can come from looking at LinkedIn on a regular basis that don't have to take a lot of time. So when we come back, we're going to talk about networking specifically and making sure that we have some things together for the important times in our job search this summer and then we're going to talk briefly about managing your email so we'll be back in just a few minutes the business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network 
you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are you a decision maker in your organization, a mid-level manager, or a team member? Stepping Stones to Everyday Success with host Kimberly Stewart is a program designed to provide you with tidbits and tools you need to achieve results no matter where you are in your organizational structure. Interaction is key, and you'll have opportunities to share your ideas, comments, and questions. Listen to Stepping Stones to Everyday Success, live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. are tuned into the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at a strategic advantage.com now back to the career confidant welcome back to the career confidant and tonight we are talking about how to make the most of your job search this summer while still having some fun, right? Balancing whatever it is you've got going on, whether it's having fun this summer, taking that opportunity to to do that while keeping your job search moving. So we've talked about maintaining your structure. We've talked about how to trim the fat on your job search activity. Now I want to talk a little bit about networking specifically. If you've heard anything from any job search person, you know that they are going to preach networking, right? Network, network, network. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to do it to you too. If there's one thing that you do keep up this summer, please keep up your networking activity. Now, this may be much easier than it sounds because think about how you might network where you are. If you're hiking, if you're having fun, if you're doing that with groups, if you're going into kids' stuff, right? network where you are. Don't, don't make it have to be a separate activity all the time, although we'll talk about that. But be, be thinking about connecting with the people wherever you are. It doesn't have to be about your job search, right? Networking is about building relationships and building your network and creating a pool of people who know and trust you so that they might help you and you might help them. That's, that's the essence of networking. And so if you are learning about people and you're connecting with people during the summertime, do that genuinely, have fun with it, and then when it feels like there's an opportunity or it makes sense, you can talk to people about your job search. And make sure that you're talking to people you already know, love, and trust about your search, right? Take that opportunity this summer if you're hanging out with family to share with them about what it is that you're looking for. The more focused you are, the more better results you'll get. 
use social media or LinkedIn to be able to network at the off times, right after your kids go to bed. All of those things, that's a great place for social media to help stay connected with people, to connect to new people, and to schedule time to do some face-to-face networking. Don't let the summer slip by without doing some maybe new or catch-up face-to-face networking with some people so that you can keep your network growing. Most of the things that we talked about in the last segment were really focused on openings, right? Looking at ads, looking at search sites, and even looking at company websites, we're looking for openings. Networking gives you the ability to look for opportunities, right? This comes from Susan Whitcomb. She was a guest on the show in May. And if we stay focused on openings, we feel very limited. But when we start looking at opportunities, right, things that might not be posted yet, relationships that might lead to something, those are opportunities. And we need to keep that pool of our search moving forward. And we do that best by networking. Face-to-face is the best. If we're doing some stuff on LinkedIn or Facebook or even Twitter, right? We talked about Twitter with with Barbara a few months, well, maybe just in, in February. So thinking about how we can use all of those pieces in our search to keep our network going. And then that might be the number one thing that you have to put the most effort into scheduling, especially if you have kids. But even if you're just having fun this summer... Right, and you might have that mental block of I'm not going to get to network with people because they're busy. Put some effort into networking and scheduling some time to do that. So if you are needing to get a babysitter or whatever it might be, that you've got time set aside to do that. Maybe an afternoon a week. And you know that you've got to fill that time with some networking meetings, right? So that you can make the most of that time that you've got scheduled away from whatever else you might want to be doing. Schedule that time and fill it. You're meeting people in person. That, you know, going to ice cream. All of the things we talked about so that you can get the most out of your job search activity and keeping your network going. That'll be the hardest thing to pick back up in the fall if we let it go right, that we haven't talked to anybody for three months and now we've got to ask for their help. It's awkward, right? So keep those relationships going. Even if it's not job-focused, we're still connecting with people. We're not getting stuck in our house dealing with our stuff. We've got that time set aside to get out of the house and maintain our relationships. This also is critical for the important matters, right? I talked earlier about Ruth's suggestion to have two or three babysitters. If you've got something really important, a networking meeting with a great contact, an interview, right? You've got an interview. Schedule backup. So if you've got a babysitter, schedule backup. Whatever it might be so that the unexpected uh, in whatever way you can doesn't ruin that opportunity for you now of course if your kid gets hurt or sick or you get hurt there's nothing we can do about that but I don't want the babysitter canceling at the last minute to be the reason you miss an interview so schedule some backup do whatever you can to make sure that those things that are really important 
you have the, the opportunity to do and the flexibility to get those things done. So we've just got a few minutes. I'm going to throw out a few tips on managing your email. Now these are some, you can get these online, but just to think about even during the summer and you know you're you're not working so maybe you're not getting as much email but are you are you going through that as quickly as you can number one thing that we've talked about is getting rid of stuff that's not helpful to you the alerts are coming but they're not sending good jobs either adjust the keywords or let it go second thing is to send less email that may not really apply if you're not working but if you're you know noticing that you're getting a lot of email from friends and family well, maybe look at who's initiating that. If it's networking activity, it's good relationship building activity, that's great. If you tend to just be doing some stuff via email that maybe you could do over the phone or, you know, a better way even of networking than via email, think about how you might do that. The third thing goes along with the scheduling, right, to put together some kind of routine. Then I'm going to check my email twice a day. I'm not going to feel like I have to check it when I'm hanging out with the kids, right? I'm not going to let my smartphone manage me. I'm going to manage my smartphone. So maybe even I don't get my email during certain times on my phone, whatever it might be to help you have that routine and not be checking your email constantly to see what great opportunity has come up, right? It'll, it, you can capitalize on that opportunity, whether you check your email right this minute or at the end of the day, it will be okay. Then to keep your emails short, if you do find that you're sending emails, keep them short. The last thing, and this was something I got from an HR person actually, was to respond right then. If you can respond right then, do it, file it, be done with it. Right? Don't look through your email and maybe you start with deleting everything you don't need. That's great, although I would look at those and see if you really need to be getting them. If you don't need to be getting them, then you might turn them off instead of just deleting them. And respond right then if you can. Get it off your plate. So hopefully you've come up with some great ideas to balance your fun and your job search this summer. And feel like you can keep moving so you don't have to do the September panic. If you have questions or ideas or other ways that you are balancing this summer, please feel free to send those to me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E at astrategicadvantage.com or post them to our blog at getcareersmart.com and we look forward to having you responding and interacting with the group of people that are tuning in to the Career Confidant. We look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant, Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.